0: back careers in the cloud London London stand up it's cold in London though Nick what's going on you said you told me it was cold but not this cold
1: it's London what did you expect first of March uh, it's not getting any better
0: I'm not wearing this fake Gucci scarf for fashion trust me it's not (laughs) (laughs) I just got it on the street the guy was selling it for five pound I said hey it is cold but honestly it's freezing but it's good to be here I think every time I come to London it, it was where for me the ecosystem started and I think when I talk about starting SFI and starting was something that something where I met this person and and where the journey started for me. I think, you know, when I look at our lives now and SFI and everything that we've done, I think it's taken a big part of our life. This guy has been around for many years. He's worked for some of the biggest partners. He's done some amazing things as a contractor. He's delivered some huge implementations and projects. He's well renowned, even though he doesn't think so himself. And he's got some great news that I think we're gonna share later today uh, about entrepreneurialship, companies, and, and the future. But it's our pleasure to introduce the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that I like to call K, Agent K, Khaled McGonnell. Khaled, welcome. Thank you very much. That Just drove down. Let's be honest with the audience. <laughs> I was wondering who this other person was. You know? <laughs> the modest man, the modest man. But no, I mean, Kay, look, like, where, where do we start? I suppose where we start is your starting, right? Like, we're in SFI now, and we can talk about that later on. But technology, you've done so much. You've started in different areas apart from Salesforce, right? That wasn't the start for you in your journey. No. Tech, where did it start?
2: I mean, I'm a geek, I think (laughs) you've got got to start there, right? And um, I think I may be one of the only people who knew I wanted to become a management consultant around the age of 15. Um, So I was at one of these career fairs way, way back. (laughs) Um, And I met some people, this is really showing my age, from a company called Arthur Anderson. And I thought, that sounds sounds like my kind of thing. What do I need to do? Do I need to do economics? They're like, no, 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 just get a, a good degree uh, from a good university, the rest will follow. And I, I think about the conditions these days and how lucky I was that that, that was the answer because it's tighter 100%. now than, than it was then. Um, but that's what I did. And as soon as I graduated, I applied to Accenture because uh, everyone knows what happened to the predecessor. <laughs> and uh, I, I got accepted. So I was on the graduate recruitment program in May 2005 and never looked back. But the start of my career was in SAP. I was a business intelligence and analytics guy. I did that for a good decade and a bit. Um, had my own digital startup for a while. I think in this neck of the woods, that feels very, very right. Uh, actually, bizarrely, I learned how to code uh, about a block down the road at the wagon.
0: We knew that it, it was all It was all in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was we got fed down. information. Yeah, so no wonder Kelly was late. Yeah, yeah. He was taking a trip down memory lane. He's like, this isn't the building.
2: That's where I used to get my coffees. Um, and uh, like all good startups, that one didn't have the sort of uh, 10x scale-up potential that we all hoped. So um, that shot shop. bit sad, but right decision. And um, I went back to contracting, and that's where, shortly after, we, we met. Uh, so we were on a big telco. Can we reveal presentation. it? I think it's well known yeah, now, isn't man, it?
0: It was one of the first. It was the it, first, it right? was, yeah. It was, it was the first.
2: Yeah, it was pioneering in, it, in its day. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we were on the, the, the three implementation and um, at the start, uh, my team was responsible for designing, building, testing, deploying all of the agent capabilities, anything that call center agents, retail agents had to do, delivered on time in full and uh, no good deed goes unpunished. So then the scope was increased and did all the post functionality as well. Uh, but really interesting segue into the Salesforce ecosystem via uh, the ISV, um, then Velocity, now SFI, now just Salesforce comms Cloud. So I don't yeah, even know anymore. <laughs> it a journey, hasn't it?
1: Speaking about your career, because obviously it's we've done so much. What would you say is kind of the biggest struggle or just the challenge you've faced so far?
2: So, you know, when I when I think about my career, I mean, what, three years into the start of my career, we had the subprime mortgage crisis, the Great Recession. You know it's bad when economists give it its own name. Uh, <laughs> then we went from that to Austerity Britain, mm-hmm. and then we went from that to a pandemic. So it's been awesome, right? Um, you're kind of waiting for when, when the boom's gonna happen. There have been upticks, but I think what, um, Strikes me is that tech consulting is very, very resilient because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, companies have to innovate whether they're in a downturn or in a boom period. So, I've been quite lucky from that perspective really have. I've been very, very privileged, very lucky. So, the challenges that I faced in my career are the ones that I think a lot of people could relate to, and it comes down to the people that you work with. The people that we work with make all the difference. Um, I've been blessed the vast majority of my career to work for with and have working for me really fantastic people and you know you know it's right when you're leaving and, and you know you're feeling feeling a little bit choked up, a little bit emotional. that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's how you want to feel. Um, sadly, I think in all of our careers we work with people who don't make us feel quite so good. Uh, I had a boss at one point who was uh, just a a terrible human being.
0: (laughs) What kind of stuff did he do, Kay? He was a bully. He's watching right now. (laughs) (laughs) He was just a classic bully. He was
2: was a a narcissistic sociopath. And those sorts of bosses are are just very difficult to work for. And um, for me, as a direct report into him with my own team, um, I wanted to act as a shield. Uh, between him and, and the rest of my team, and that was very taxing. You know, when you're when you're dealing with someone who who enjoys, malign... it's like you're
0: battling the company. Yeah, and trying I mean, to protect it, it was your a team. Real
2: shame because that company actually joined, loved it. I was there for a while, had a great time, really brilliant people. But you know, leadership changes can come in thick and fast, and all of a sudden there was this this uh, change of the guard, and this guy came in, and um, that was that was really tough. To to sort of deal with this guy Um, but the thing that I learned about it is life's short there's so many opportunities out there and when it no longer feels right you know leave I've never regretted that decision for a second and Mm. um, had I not done that I probably wouldn't be in the Salesforce ecosystem now so not the ideal reason for why there was a
0: trigger, <laughs> but I'm glad. Everyone's um, hoping for a bad boss to that. <laughs> yeah. did, did it shape your leadership style now? Like now that you're a leader yourself, well you were then, but you know, now we'll go into more in the show about what you're doing now, but did that impact you on who you wanted to be and who you didn't want to become? Absolutely,
2: yeah. You, you know, you, you get inspired in two ways. Uh, I've had some magnificent leads throughout my career. Um, there was my, my very first boss at Accenture, a chap called Jim, was just brilliant. He he really built me up, he really helped me along. Um, I've had some incredible female leads. Um, there was a lady called Raffaella. She was just amazing. She managed to convince me to go from contract to perm, which I never thought I would do.
0: Um, Hell uh, of a person if she did that. That's <laughs> it. <you> know, <laughs> just,
2: just imagine. And funnily enough, uh, within about three months of me having joined permanently, she then left. So got <laughs> <a> contracts. <laughs> uh, I had to stick with her. Um, but uh, she, you know, she, she was magnificent. So you, know, you, you work with some people and they show you just, how good a leader can be and, and what it means to have someone that inspires you to do your best work. You. But then you have the opposite as well. And I think for me, what, it's, what it um, has really cemented is the sense that respect for the individual is paramount. You know, We're all gonna be in projects where the stakes are high, where there's not quite enough time or budget to do everything that's wanted. But when we treat everyone respectfully and we look after their well-being, that's when you get a high-performing team. And that's really guided my principles and how I interact with people thereafter.
1: Mm. Speaking about um, kind of the current situation that we briefly touched on, and SFI, World, Velocity, whatever you want to call it. Comms Cloud. (laughs) 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 Comms Cloud, um, Energy Utilities Cloud. Where do you see it moving in 2023?
2: So, yeah, I mean, the latest thing is is the terminology, right? So <laughs> people are still referring to it as Velocity. It's not been Velocity for a while. Um, Salesforce Industries, it was for mm-hmm. a time. That's no longer no, not meant to be the term. So I think what we're going to see is we're just going to talk about core Salesforce consulting and you're going to be industry aligned. I think if mm-hmm. you look at the way that... The products are set out and the licensing is set out and some of the trailheads are configured. You know, you want to get to become an accredited professional in an industry vertical. Yep. And I think that's the thing. So um, for me, Cloud Hikers is not ashamed to say that, you know, we want to specialise in telecommunications. And I think that's the right way at this point in time to when you're thinking about your career in Salesforce, you need to think about the industry vertical that you're aligned to. And then the uh, capabilities within that. So, you know, are you a sales cloud specialist? Are you an Omni Studio specialist, CPQ specialist? And then you can have that sort of matrixed view of what's your capability, which are the industries that you serve and with.
0: really define your role. It wasn't like that back then, right? When, no. when Salesforce, when I started, it was just like any project, any industry, now the advice that we give is really understand the industries you're working in and what relates to it in terms of technology. You touched upon something that I think uh, was the bombshell. And and a congrats is definitely in order Uh, and a drink if you're not driving. I don't want to promote that. Uh, (laughs) Cloud Hikers, new company, great name, great website, great logo. Uh, Hope to get some merch soon. Uh, (laughs) How did it come about? Like in 2023, where people aren't taking risks you left a role at a director, to c-level position smashing it you know you're you're doing so much in your career earning a good penny as well cloud hikers talk us through it what's the future of it where did it come from i think
2: really cloud hikers though i didn't have as a name for it back then i think i was called something (laughs) as inventive as km consulting (laughs) because why not right um i think the 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 idea behind cloud hikers was was there back in 2018 Um, once you have a startup i think you get a bit addicted to that right the the excitement and the sense of investment you can give into something that's your baby nothing else quite can motivate you in that way the scale and range of the challenge is like nothing else. You know, The buck stops with you, or a handful of partners with you, right? But that's really, really exciting. Um, I found that there were a few other bits of my profile that I hadn't yet fully fleshed out, and I got the opportunity to do that at the company I was, I was last at, and having taken that full step into sales, cause I'd been a delivery guy the vast majority of my career with increasingly commercial angle to it as I got more and more senior uh, on the procurement side. But then I decided, okay, well, do I know how to sell these things? Do I know how to have the, 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 the very introductory conversation? How do you get the leads and say, et cetera. Um, you know, in delivery, it's delivery is not easy. But at the end of the day, delivery has been handed something that's had all this work done beforehand. And, And that was a bit of an unknown to me. So I spent the last two years working that bit out. And at that point, I think you have to ask yourself, particularly if you if you're not averse to risk. Maybe I should just give this a go myself. Catlin was killing
0: it so much on sales. He was like, why did I not do this sooner? (laughs) (laughs) I was always on the other side. (laughs) I had good
2: support. I had good support. I did learn a lot. Um, But yeah, I I think it it came to a point where there was a pathway for me um, at my my previous organization. But there was no way... That that was ever gonna be as exciting and rewarding as, as as striking out myself and creating a company that's all the things that I, I, I would want it to be and you know uh, one that's all about well-being that's obsessed with the customer but also is um, one that's diverse and inclusive etc cetera, etc cetera. so I think I think this gave me an opportunity to. Um, create the company that I think the market needs and to create a company that I think people would like to work with.
1: Mm. Speaking about um, diversity and inclusion and all this, like uh, mental health in general, it's something that, again, is not yet being as <laughs> touched as we would like it. What are your strategies, for example, for actually like hiring people and maintaining this diverse, inclusive environment, if that's not a secret?
2: No, no, I I mean, I think this is the kind of thing that should be absolutely not a secret. Mm. Um, One of the challenges that a lot of tech companies will claim is that the reason why they're not as diverse and inclusive as they'd like to be is because the intake isn't there. If you have a role and uh, 100 people apply and 90 of them are men, you've got a nine in 10 chance that the hire is going to be a man assuming Mm -hmm. all other things are equal so in my opinion you've got to go out of your way to adjust that and and i don't think that that's um you know positive discrimination i don't think is a dirty word and the reason for that is just like any other strategic decision that one makes when you're forming a company what the problem with Uh, a a company that isn't diverse, is they see the world through a narrow lens, right? So I'm always going to understand the world as a a British-born, mixed-race, cisgender male, right? Because that's how I've experienced the world. I do not understand what it is to live through the world as a female or as someone from the LGBT community or someone from a different ethnic background. So if I want to understand I have to bring someone else in who Mm. can broaden my horizons and vice versa. And so I think that when you understand that that's an imperative to have a business that can understand the customer base in the widest possible way, um, you then say, well, that's how I build a robust company. Well, therefore, I have to ensure that I recruit in these ways. Mm. And I'm kind of quite pleased. I didn't really plan it this way my very first company post on the cloud hikers LinkedIn page was actually asking, you know, who's got connections who are female founders who are looking to strike out. Um, cause, um, I've decided that if I build it, they'll come, but I definitely want to get, uh, two or three partners on board. And for me, if let's say we end up with four founding partners, the ideal composition would be two females in, the, in mm-hmm. that mix. So I think you've got to build it like that way from the start. You've got to make an accept. You've got to make the effort to ensure that you get that mix, and then I think you end up with a stronger, better company. And if I can say, it's also the right thing to do. You know, it's not all about business, but it it does make for a better business. More
0: productive. The more productive. Yeah. As in like that mix, right? Like our team. Like you know, like you can have people from all walks of life, all races genders and and you know and it's statistically proven that those teams are more productive and more successful because you've got different minds and different ways of thinking coming together Mm -hmm. yeah you know like five hemi and Khalids around one table i don't (laughs) don't think anybody wants that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but no i mean look mate it's refreshing to hear i think you live it you know i've seen you in action you know i've i've heard the reviews from people that work with you so you know, with cloud hikers, I know you're telling the truth. And, and if anyone's watching and you're looking for a job, then college you got to go to. Uh, or a partner, you know, right <laughs> now. I want people to
2: just join up with me and, you know, uh, I'm not sure it's if a I'll new journey myself right? in the foot at this point, but, you know, I'm I'm looking for equal shares partners at this point in time. And I think that's the right way to found a company. So if mm. someone's thinking this is the time, but they don't want to go alone, you know, I'm looking...
0: There you go. There you go. In terms of this year, K, from someone who's seeing the market the way you are, there's a lot of people that haven't made that decision to start their own company. There's a lot that have lost their job who are still going through that same mindset of, I need to be perm. You know, I need to basically try and find a job that was exactly the same as mine. Anything that you would recommend, because you've done all of it, perm, contracts, starting your own company. <laughs> so, yeah, And anything like, I mean, look, we talked about it, right? There's no secret. This year is, for tech as a whole, a turbulent year. You know, there's things that we're seeing that very we've never seen. And... <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I was trying to find the word.
2: But, but you know, I, I think in a way, because I come from a consulting background, what appears turbulent in tech feels very ordinary to me. You know, tech companies um, on the product side are not used to the levels of attrition that they're seeing at the moment. In consulting, if you had attrition as low as 10%, you'd be market leader, mm. right? Because you want a level of attrition, yeah. because you need to bring fresh talent in, uh, you need to refresh the decks as, as brutal as that is. You know, I think there's a few things to say. And, and the first thing to ask yourself is, what hasn't changed? Right, Salesforce is still growing, double digits. Right? Yep. It's still very, very profitable. Um, the 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 people who have recently ba- been made redundant, many of whom I know personally, are some of the world's leading experts. And mm-hmm. they, yeah, if you're a recruiter out there um, looking for top talent, this is all your prayers answered at once, right? Yep. This is not a case of, of low performance. It's, it's a change in direction in terms of what Salesforce wants to do. And I think that you've seen a company which has had, what, two solid decades and entering it, it, its third of, of astronomic growth. Mm. That was always gonna start s- flattening out eventually. Um, and as the rates of growth start to contract, Some of the other KPIs that shareholders have been, you know, had their eye on for a while, such as operating margin, become more of a focus. And, you know, I think that Salesforce, alongside a number of the major names, didn't understand what recruiting during the pandemic should look like. And so there's this correction subsequently. Um, So, but we've got to remember, it's not a company that's in dire straits. Mm. Far
0: exactly, far don't you think? It, a lot it, of and it, and is this, blown and this, out the, in the in the media and people jumping on the bandwagon and looking at it, going, "It's going down. They're going to lose the biggest market share." Like, how could that ever happen? Like, it, yeah, it can't I mean, reach I mean, that point so early, ab- so absolutely. soon. Absolutely.
2: And you know, look look, look at what Salesforce c- continues to offer. Right, we're we're, we're still getting three mm. releases every year. We're getting innovation in each and every one of those. Uh, Genie has just come out, which has given this sort of unprecedented view of the customer. Um, The the product is in a great state. Sales are doing well. There is loads of opportunity, particularly in telco. Um, So I'm not worried from that perspective. I think a lot of tech companies are just, focusing on the margins during a, a short downturn but, but again you know I think when you when you look at the the macroeconomic conditions and and you know we've gone from a uh, pandemic into some challenges on the supply side down to the Ukraine war and some of its knock-on impacts mm-hmm. uh, it's actually remarkable how resilient the tech sector has been so I, 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 I to, to all those people who've been made redundant I would say to them don't Take it personally, and don't worry. You are brilliant, and your next home is is there. I'm not saying be complacent about it, but it, it can hurt. You know, if you're not expecting a redundancy to mm. come through, and and, and, and the you way don't know some of those were done was, was mm. very abrupt. Um, that takes a little bit of, of time to, to just sort of take stock of. Oh my God, what just happened? But th- these are brilliant people, and the, you know their the, their journey is is it's gonna be great. It's
0: good insight Kay, it's good insight. I think a lot of people needed to hear that, but you speak from wisdom and, and also you're connected to many, right? So you're in tune with it. To to wrap it up, obviously cloud hikers this year, we're looking for partners, You know, we're looking to grow. What's on the plan and the agenda for you? And like, where, where do you see, I mean, it's hard to plan, but do you have a, a vision for, for this year and where you wanna end up in 2023, going into 2024?
2: Yeah, you know, I think that uh, like with any startup, uh, your focus needs to be on getting customer one, right? Um, I uh, One thing I learned is it's lovely to have some sort of fictitious hockey-shaped growth <laughs> <laughs> projection, um, but actually just focus on getting that first customer. Um, so for me, that's going to be and has been about... Speaking to potential partners, and I mean that in the broader sense. So companies that might contract with me, companies yep. that I might use as subcontractors, starting to build out those relationships. Um, but there's a lot to set up when you're when you're starting off. Mm-hmm. So I need to s- set myself up as a Salesforce partner. That's still in progress. And at that point, I'm going to be engaging my network and uh, speaking to the AEs and um, the professional services teams, etc and uh, asking them how can i help
0: big year big year nick cloud hikers
1: definitely um thank you for joining us and most importantly good luck and obviously anybody who's here with us today how the guy
0: Giroir is looking for a job, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, Giroir. I keep giving him stick. He's our guy from Dublin. Uh, but okay, look, mate, known you for years. Uh, I know you're going to smash it. I think that you'll probably close a deal as soon as he walks out. He'll probably <laughs> probably messages in an area of like, yep, just landed a big telco client. <laughs> uh, but you've dropped some wisdom industry-wise, you know, what some, someone can do in your shoes, your journey if anyone's watching take inspiration from it because he's an inspirational guy I don't just say that because he's wearing a dapper suit uh, <laughs> and he's got a once. beard now he didn't have a beard when I met him he's getting older uh, but look on that note we'll end it there thanks for watching Khaled McGonnell the legend is K watch him cloud hikers come into a screen or a project or a uh, yeah, SFI or comms cloud implementation near you on that now we out